All right, we're back. Uh, I want to share with you a little bit more of our discussion I had with uh, my mom a couple of weeks back. We're going to chat a little bit about my older brother, Charles, uh, otherwise known as Charlie. I call him Chuck, who's uh, about four and a half years older than I am. Wow, okay. All right. Just like your dad did. Yeah. It's just coincidental that they happen to both be practicing for 32 years. And... um, in September, he's going to embark on a new career, and he's going to become a professor at UMass um, in a new department that will become, we hope, a very popular department. It's going to be on entrepreneurship, and there are several other professors that will be working with him to do this, so it's... Um, it's a whole new new career for him, so uh, we're all very excited. There are, a lot of, uh, there are a lot of new things happening in our family all at the same time. Mm. I've always said, you know, you raise your children and you put them on a shelf and you say, okay, now you're all set. And then before you know it, they jump off the shelf and here we are. Do you think Dad was particular? Was he, did it did it make a difference to him that Chuck became a lawyer? Was that was that? Important? I think he loved it. He loved it. Charlie was a kid who knew from a very very young age he wanted to be a lawyer. And as you you know in your lives that people come to your house. And they say to your little children, now what are you going to be when you grow up? And the little kid says, I, I don't know. I always thought it was a terrible question to ask a little kid. But when people came to our house, Charlie would say, I'm going to be a lawyer. And he went down to New York when he got old enough and was in Charlie's office a lot and got to know a lot of the lawyers there, knows them today and has done work with them, has sent them work, they've sent him work. Um, he's, he's become very friendly with them, but he, he always knew he was going to do that, and I think Charlie was, was very pleased that he did. I don't think Charlie would have said, oh, I wish that Mark was going to become a lawyer, too. I think he wanted each person to do um, what interested them, but I think he was pleased that the law interested one of his children. Talk about um, dad's mother and father. You mentioned before they lived at the bottom of the hill when we grew up, and, and I couldn't agree with you more. That was an incredibly important relationship. How would you, how would you describe them? Well, his, um, Charlie's dad was an architect, and had bought a very large piece of property in Darien and we built a house on the property um, that we didn't live in for too long. Eventually we moved actually across town but even when we moved across town my boys saw them frequently. My mother-in-law was um, extremely generous about babysitting for me um, way, way, way beyond what one would expect, but she would volunteer. 
which allowed me to do more traveling than I would have been able to do had I not had such a cooperative mother-in-law. Yeah, I, I mean, some of the times I remember most is when we would go down and stay with them for weeks at a time, and it was like, I have to say, it was a little bit like royalty. It was, it was pretty good treatment that we got down there. Yeah, yeah. They all had their, their own lollipop box, and I mean, there, there were all kinds of little traditions that they did with my mother-in-law, and she really, she devoted herself to raising her own children, and she had been a school teacher, and then stayed home when her children were born, and I think she delighted in the fact that this was a whole new generation, and that we were sharing that generation with her. I think that was very meaningful to her. Mm -hmm. um, Dad had a younger sister and a brother by by quite a few years. Um, his brother Paul was ten years younger, right? I, I nine years. Nine. Okay. Nine years younger. Yes. Okay. I think. So describe Eight Paul. Years describe Paul and Carol. Well, Charlie has a brother who is a lawyer and lives in Darien, Connecticut, in the town that they were raised in. And his sister is married to a lawyer, and she lives in um, the edge on the edge of New York Harbor. And she went to school and majored in, got a, ma a master's degree in statistics. And there are other members of the family, including myself, that can hardly add, but she uh, has a master's. And she wrote computer programs for large drug companies for many, many, many years. And she recently retired, and she now specializes in choosing a Wednesday trip into New York to go to the theater or a museum. And on Thursday morning, she sends me a review of what she has done on Wednesday to whet my appetite so that I can go visit her in New York, which I do. And uh, we go to the theater and whatever. So he, he has a very interesting family. Now, Carol has been, I would say, one of those that has been particularly kind to you since Dad passed away. And I, I'm sort of fascinated because it's interesting how different people come through. Why, why do you think she has been so particularly helpful? Well, first of all, I think you have to realize that when I met Charlie's sister Carol, she was nine, she was seven years old. And I would go down and visit them, visit Charlie's family, and she and I became big buddies. She liked having an older sister in the house. So I think that our relationship started then. Mm. And this isn't a matter that, you know, I was the 20-year-old brought into the family. Um, and she was wondering who this was and was this person a threat or something to her. I mean, I was her buddy 
and she and I have been been good friends ever since. Yeah, hmm. that's interesting. I didn't realize you had that deeper relationship before that, because that 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 makes this period of time very much so. And when Charlie died, she she reached out to me immediately and said, "Come on up and stay with me and." let's go into New York and do things and uh, she has a house in the Adirondacks where she goes in the summer and when I come up to Vermont every summer to visit Mark um, I always go over and spend a couple of days with her so um, plus we have what she calls her Victorian desk and she goes to the Victorian desks and sends me emails about whatever she's doing in New York or, or whatever. So uh, we are in constant contact. Uh, go back to my brother here. How would you describe the difference between your two sons? Beside that one is extremely good-looking and the other is just sort of average-looking. Well, first of all, I think we've got a little ego problem here. Um, well, I could have been talking about my brother. But if, if we eliminate the ego problem, um, I think they're, they're, they're very much alike. Um, now, getting into specifics like, you know, picking up the room and keeping things neat and things like that, there, there are those differences. But in general, they treat me the same. They couldn't be nicer and kinder to the outside world. And uh, I, I would say they were... They were very similar. No, you would no no differences between us, huh? <laughs> uh, how about one's more amusing than the other? No. No, <laughs> you are are not being a good. Not being a good brother. You are not being a good interviewer right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's my last question. So you you must, always say that, and I don't believe it. Well, because it usually isn't the last question. But it's usually close to the last question, oh, right? Oh, good, I mean, yes. it, usually you kind of know that it's going to be pretty it's, soon. It's wrapping up soon. <laughs> and what happens is I think people say, oh, it's the last question, all right, I'll just give a just give an honest answer, and then, then oh. we're done, okay? Okay. So that's sort of the... He's the, now looking for honest answers, yeah. okay. So you listen to this program regularly on online. I do. Uh, if you can be objective for a moment and, and talk to me as a listener and perhaps not as my mother, you can still be fan number one. Mm -hmm. uh, why, why do you think this show has had any importance? It's had a huge amount of importance for me. Aside from the fact that the host is someone that I am interested in how he's doing, how his, what his work mode is, and whatever. But I have found it very interesting because he has such varied people on. 
I know more about the state of Vermont than I would ever know, and I'm very interested to know about it um, because I have some of my family living here. And I think that Mark would tell you that I can have a fairly intelligent conversation about the goings-on and doings of Vermont. And when I come up here in the summer, I feel like it's my second home because I get all this information all here. Um, I think you have a very interesting state here. Um, I love the ramifications of the political intrigue that goes on and those kind of things, um, as well as some of the great entertainment factors. Um, Mark and I just very recently went to the Skinner Barn the other night and had, had a lovely evening there. It's something I wouldn't have known about unless it were on the program and then I came up and we and we talked about it. So I think a great deal of information is imparted on this program. Um, and I, for one, am going to be very sorry not to be as well informed as I have been for the last number of years. And you even called in one time, didn't you? From the Adirondacks one day. Many years ago. Yeah. Before you were with WDEV. Yeah, I think that the was old the station. writers in the old WKDR yeah. days. Yeah. Uh, actually, here it is my last question. The WKDR days, you got to know Louie Mano and Jim Condon. For people that had never met Louie and Jim, how would you describe those two? They are a riot. There is no other way to describe them. The two of them are a riot. And they really put forth a great deal of entertainment and joy for for people. Um, I'm sorry that they're that they're, that Jim has uh, gotten involved in the legislature, and that's great. But he was very very good, and Louie was extremely humorous. Yeah, and uh, you know Jim loved you too, but Louie really really adored you. So it, they were they were. A great team, great team. That's um, that's that's my mom talking uh, to me about three weeks ago. We did an interview up in North Hero, Vermont, and heard some seagulls and all sorts of fun things in the background, including my uh, uh, daughter and her friend at one point too. Uh, but that was a nice way to end too, because it's a nice lead-in for the program coming up uh, tomorrow. Be heading down the road. We'll be doing a live broadcast down at Red Hen Cafe and Bakery. Feel free to stop in, you know, say howdy, maybe wave or something like that. And uh, we'll be down there from uh, 9 to 11, obviously, during the program. Coming up uh, at 10.15, we'll talk with Louie Mano and Jim Condon, who were my two original radio partners when we bought WKDR back in 1990, which is when I began this uh, program here. And then uh, in 1999, I began... My broadcasting here on WDEV, there was, I think, about a six-month or almost a year period when we were on both stations, uh, and then the format got changed on uh, that Burlington station, so then I was uh, parked right here on, on WDEV. We're, we had, we're just a you know really great time. I've loved doing this job. It's been really one of the best jobs I've, I've ever had, in addition to being Good Humor Ice Cream Man, too. But uh, an awful lot of fun, and I hope uh, you stick around for the program coming up tomorrow. I think we'll have a I think we'll have a good time. Coming up Friday, I'll talk with uh, University of Vermont President Tom Sullivan. We'll also talk with some folks who are involved in a new adaptation of the uh, the infamous uh, Judavine series. There's now going to be an opera version of it, so we'll chat about that. 
coming up on the program on Friday. All right. Uh, thanks for indulging me on that today. I hope uh, maybe by sharing with you a little bit about my mom, you might actually learn something about me, too. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you did. Thanks very much for joining us in the program. Have a great day, everybody. And do come back and join us same time, same place tomorrow right here on these great radio stations. This is FM 96.1 WDEV Warren broadcasting from the top of Sugarbush, 101.9 in the kingdom and AM 550 WDEV Waterbury, Montpelier. Thank you.